0: Faster than expected. Abrupt climate change and the consequences for us and other living beings on our earth. No one should be alone in the greatest challenge of our time. Thanks to Laura Upshaw for African Drum Dance on YouTube. Here's your host, Wolfgang Wärminghausen. In this episode of the Faster Than Expected podcast, I'd like to focus on the question How is ice melting in the Arctic and methane influencing the global temperature? About the melting ice in the Arctic we had heard from Torstein Vidal and Peter Wadams in the first part of my Arctic series. The thickness and volume of the ice is at a record low. With Jennifer Hines, I've talked about the methane monster that is out now. Sam Karan is a synonym for a leading observer of of abrupt climate change. He, she or they is or are main writer on Arctic News Blog that describes the situation in the Arctic, focusing especially on the threat of large abrupt methane eruptions from the Arctic Ocean seafloor. Sam Karana gives no audio or video interviews, but he has been so kind to give me a written interview. I'm thankful that Kevin Hester from New Zealand will take his part in the recording. Hi, Kevin.
1: Hi, Wolfgang. Nice to be with you again.
0: And welcome, Sam. My <laughs> <laughs> now you're Sam. <laughs> My first question to you, Sam, is... What are you observing regarding methane in the Arctic?
1: When looking at what's going to happen over the coming decade, the methane that's in the atmosphere now is already causing more warming than the carbon dioxide that is emitted by people. And the terrifying prospect is that within one decade, the amount of methane in the atmosphere could more than double or triple. Vast amounts of methane are contained in sediments under shallow waters of the Arctic Ocean in the form of clathrates and free gas.
0: A double or threefold emission of methane that's not peanuts. What does it mean for a global warming?
1: The danger is that as more methane erupts from the seafloor of the Arctic Ocean, this will strongly speed up warming first and most of all in the arctic itself this is a self-reinforcing feedback which means that further warming of the arctic ocean will trigger further methane releases which will in turn further accelerate warming in the arctic and so on such accelerating warming in the arctic also works as a catalyst for other feedbacks melting of permafrost on land is such a feedback Carbon contained in what previously was permafrost gets exposed, resulting in more emissions. Further warming in the Arctic will also set fire to vegetation and soil that is high in carbon. All of this will cause additional emissions. Melting of sea ice and permafrost on land will also result in albedo loss. This means as the snow and ice cover declines, less sunlight gets reflected back into space and more gets instead absorbed in the Arctic. Another feedback is that as the Arctic warms, the jet streams become more wavy, which causes more extreme weather and causes more heat to enter the Arctic.
0: In an article entitled, Will humans be extinct by 2026, you have written, such a temperature rise in the Arctic will not stay within the borders of the Arctic. It will trigger huge firestorms in forests and peatlands in North America and Russia, adding further emissions, including soot, that can settle on mountains, speeding up the melting of glaciers and threatening to stop the flow of rivers that people depend on for their livelihood. How fast will the temperature rise in this way around the globe?
1: Methane releases from the seafloor of the Arctic Ocean have a strong warming impact, especially locally, and methane releases in the Arctic also act as a catalyst for other feedbacks. All are self-reinforcing and interlinked, amplifying each other in many ways. Globally, we can expect more warming to go hand-in-hand with a rise in water vapour. More heat could also remain in the atmosphere instead of going into the oceans that now take up more than 90% of the heat caused from people's emissions. It could easily become 10 degrees C or 18 degrees Fahrenheit warmer in a matter of years, especially places where most people are now living.
0: Easily plus 10 C in a matter of years. That's a huge number. You have written, this could happen until 2026 or even until 2021. In the Arctic News blog, you you are proposing an ambitious climate plan with following components. Emission cuts 80% 2020. Carbon dioxide removal and storage. Solar radiation management. Land, clouds, water, snow and ice management. Methane management. As you are aware, there are many questions and opinions with regard to those technical solutions. Not uh, least, it may be far too late. What's your response?
1: In conclusion, the situation is terribly dangerous, which calls for comprehensive and effective action as is described in the climate plan. The climate plan points at the kind of action that should be considered. Action that can get us moving in the right direction should be supported. The climate plan is not so much a technical document, instead it's a commitment, inspiration, encouragement to start looking for ways to get things moving in the right direction. The climate plan plan can easily be implemented virtually everywhere as it does prefer to take a local focus so communities can start acting right now.
0: Thank you very much, Sam. And Kevin, now you may change your role again, Kevin.
1: I I really would advise everyone to go to Sam Karana's Arctic News blogspot and look at the extraordinary work that Mm. he or she or they have been doing over the years. For some bizarre reason, the IPCC and the modelers completely or to a large extent ignore the methane threat. But the methane played a large role in the uh, PETM, the uh, Paleocene-Ecosene Thermal Maximum Extinction event. So for us to ignore it is completely and utterly a dereliction of duty. Mm-hmm. My biggest concern as we go forward is what's going to happen in the ESAS, the East Siberian Arctic Shelf, which is a very, very shallow piece of water that has gigatons, billions of tons of Mm -hmm. methane sequestered in it. We're already seeing record warm temperatures up in the Arctic now as we speak. We're seeing sea ice decline or, or failure to recover when it should be recovering. I think we're staring down the barrel of quite possibly the worst September melt season that our species has ever borne witness to in the 300,000 years that we've been on this planet. I, like Sam, Mm. believe that we are in really dire trouble.
0: Just today I I read something from Sam Carana, and he uh, he, he had pictures and... uh, and uh, forecasts for for the weather in the Arctic, and there is a big cyclone, and the the uh, temperature may uh, be in the next days uh, thirty c degree above the average temperature, and it's February, it's uh, winter now, and there are plus temperatures in the Arctic. The 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 ice should grow in this season, but uh, we don't see it right now. And I I think so too. We 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 will have a very very spectacular s- summer in the Arctic.
1: One of the big troubles with the this meandering jet stream, where we're having polar weather come further south and warm heat waves going into the Arctic, is. Contemporaneous with those warm heat waves are storms. And those storms are trashing the thin new sea ice. Mm-hmm. So there's two big issues with sea ice, and it's extent and volume. And they're both important in different ways. The more the greater the extent, the bigger the albedo or the reflectivity of the ice. But it, it is not as durable when it's thin. So when we see send this warm water and and cyclonic winds up into the Arctic, they create a fetch or a wave action that breaks up the ice, which again lowers the albedo and again stimulates all those feedback loops that uh, Sam has mentioned in the questionnaire that, that he answered for you.
0: And, and Sam may be right in three years, 2021, to, to have a plus 10C all over the world on average.
1: There mm-hmm. is a consensus a contentious scientific theory that once before in history we had a five degrees C temperature increase on the planet in thirteen years. Mm-hmm. That's been written about and contested by different people. But the reality is is that there is a very strong possibility that A, it has happened before, and B, it is already underway. We see in all the graphs that all of us who are paying a lot of attention to, we see the exponential function in Michael Lee Mann's hockey stick theory. On on almost every graph I see in the last 18 months or two years, that trajectory is on those graphs. Once anything goes exponential and takes off, it's very difficult for people to comprehend how quickly it could unravel.
0: So as so we don't have to to wait for for anything. We just have to live our life now before it's too late.
1: (laughs) Every day is now precious. There there is no guarantee that the dominant culture that we know of and we're a part of is going to continue for much longer. But what people have to realize, even when Sam is talking about such a radically high temperature shift, What I think will happen even before then is we will have a a collapse of industrial civilization as a result of some big weather events showing everybody on the planet that we're past the point of no return and we're entering a chaotic time. If and when, or no, when, not if, industrial civilization collapses, we lose the the cooling effect of global dimming, which is the, the dimming or the, or the reduction of the temperature by so much pollution in the atmosphere, which is filtering out a lot of the solar radiation, when industrial civilization falls over, we lose that dimming effect and we get somewhere between 1.5 and 3 degrees C of a temperature spike just from that alone. So I don't even think we have that five years. I think that we really are a week-to-week, month-to-month proposition now.
0: So every day is really precious now. Well, what is uh, the most you are enjoying on your island, on the Rakino Island, day by day?
1: I have been graced with the ability to to go and volunteer at a at a nursery, a native plant nursery that we have on the island that some very dear friends of mine have started, a, a and a plant
0: nursery. Co- for plants I- yes, oh,
1: yeah, we're yeah. native plants, and, and we're we're trying to rewild the island. I don't mm. believe that we have very much time left at all, but irrespective of that, I do believe we have a moral obligation to do the right thing. People mm. say, oh, you know we, if we talk about if you talk about collapse, that people will give up. Mm. I'm not giving up, yes, our mutual friend Guy McPherson, hasn't given up. No. We're still doing what we think is right, but we're being honest about it.
0: Okay, thank you. I think we close with this, and I'd like to come back again to this expression that every every day is precious. Now, and uh, I hope you enjoy today. Let's do what we what we like to do and don't stop our action you are growing plants and i grow my children for example thank you do very much do the right
1: thing without being without being attached to the outcome
0: yes that's it goodbye it's been
1: a pleasure to do this with you and i and i'd like to also make a big thank you to sam Kurana for allowing me to take such a, an illustrious role of of reading out his his um, replies to your questions. Thank you very much for your time, Wolfgang. We'll talk again sometime.
0: Yes, thank you. This time you won't find the show notes on my ordinary site xwerdee. The the site has crashed and I've to rebuild it. Uh, in the meantime, you'll find it find the show notes on faster than expected, one word dot wordpress faster, faster than, than expected. expected. Thanks to Laura Upshaw for African Drum Dance on YouTube. If you like my podcast, please write a comment and give me a like on SoundCloud. You'll find a link and more information on my website xwer.de slash podcast. Take care.